Hello, I'm Gary Wilmot, and this is Amdram Shout Out on Brooklyn's Radio with Dan Curtis. And it's an Amdram Shout Out with a difference this evening. I'm very pleased to say joining me on the line is Christine. Good evening, Christine. Hello, hello. How, How are you? How are you, Dan? <laughs> I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Good, good. good. Now, Christine, uh, you are here to tell us about a very interesting project. I'm quite intrigued by yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> Called Dante or Die. Yeah, uh, so... Um, Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me this evening. So, um, so Dante or Die are a theatre company um, who have created work all across the country, but they specialise in making work that's in unusual places. Okay. So, um, uh, so some of their recent projects have been in hotel rooms or in locker storage units or, or ski okay. lifts, don't you know? Um, but the next one that, um, that they're working on, which is going to be in Surrey and um, uh, to start with exclusively in Surrey um, is going to be performed in leisure centres. Okay, so um, sort of a, a, an aerob- a swim aerobic type thing? or uh, Yeah, a little bit. So, the, so the, the way that the performance will work is that um, an audience will turn up and uh, uh, fairly quickly realise that they're being placed into the world of the 1980s um, and, uh, and be split into, into, into groups that will then be taken around the leisure centre. So oh, okay. um, led, led by the performers and some musicians, there's always a lot of music in, in Downtown Dye's work as well, um, they'll be taken around, say, to the gym or to an aerobics class um, or into the, the female changing rooms. And, uh, and the story will unfold just as sort of the journey around the leisure centre is unfolding as well. Oh, wow, that does sound really, really um, fun. There's, I mean, this is happening in all sorts of places around, around Surrey, isn't it? Yeah, or? yeah. So that so it's come about because um uh, because of the commissions from Arts Partnership Surrey, which is sort of the uh, the network of arts organisations at local authority in Surrey County Council level, um, mm-hmm. and with uh, Farnham Maltings, um, and they wanted to between the two of them create a piece that could um could could uh, bring theatre audiences into maybe an unusual place, but also maybe be be a way of bringing people who don't normally go to a theatre to come and see something a little bit different. So they, um, Arts Partnership Surrey and Farnham Malting, said that they wanted to um, put out a commission for a new piece and Dante Odai sort of answered it by saying, well, we, we love to make theatre in unusual ways in different places and spaces and, um, and have come up with this a really, really interesting concept, as I said, involving lots of music and, uh, and space in a really, in a really fun way. And the audience sort of have a really important role, but, um, but you are usually like a fly on the wall, really, in somebody else's world in a very, very, um, intimate and exciting way. Okay. So you said they're sort of split into groups. So does that mean each group kind of gets a unique story or just get the story in a different order? It's more like exactly that. So it's more that the, the um, audience will receive the same story, but in a different order. And I suppose one of the things I love about that is that when you think whenever you, 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 we go into theatre, every member of the audience always does have a different experience when mm-hmm. they go to the theatre in any situation. But I suppose this is just taking it a little bit further um, by, by, um, by showing that um, every audience member has the chance to choose where to stand in a room. But also, yeah, depending on which group they're in, then the story might unfold in a different order. But you'll still, you'll still everybody will still see all of the story and, um, on, and all of the different scenes as well. That must be quite a challenge then in terms of putting on the theatre show because, you, as you say, you sort of think of it in a linear way, mm. a start, a middle and an end. 
and and I guess this story has got to work from wherever it starts and wherever wherever it ends. And you've got to, you've got to be able to still get essentially a start, a middle, and an ending. Exactly, exactly that. And um, and and actually, I think although that's um, really true for this piece, it's even been even more true for some of Dante Dye's other pieces. One of the other uh, pieces that they did uh, over the last few years is a piece called I Do that was performed in hotel rooms, and they were almost, what felt like unlimited different versions of combinations that you could sort of see some of that show. It's obviously it is still finite, but it sometimes I think feels like uh, it can it can go on in, in lots of different directions, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the the story is has to be integral, not just to um, not, not just to this, this story that they're telling in the Leisure Centre, but actually knowing that different people are going to be able to see the story unfolding in different ways. Mm. But I suppose it's like a lot of storytelling, actually. We can, we can choose how we um, tell a story in a number of different ways. And, and actually, um, as I said, it, uh, said a minute ago, like every, every member of the audience always ends up with a different experience anyway. True. So, obviously, we know it's set in the 80s. And mm. we, uh, I'm assuming it's set in a Leisure Centre. Um, but is there anything else about the story you can you can tell yeah. without giving too much away? I uh, so, well, I think so. So, uh, so the trailer and the material that's um, uh, in, available online now gives it away that uh, a a lifeguard is a key part of our of our story. Um, and uh, and what we discover is that our lifeguard has sadly been a little bit stuck. Um, uh, and he's been a lifeguard for 20 years but never saved anyone. And so it's a, it's a journey that he takes that day. Is um, he the one uh, in the Olympics that that photo's been going round about? Uh, no, no, but I, but I suppose actually there's, you know, it's that was well lots of different... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a contemporary issue, maybe. <laughs> it's, a, it's very relevant. Um, yeah, so um, so there's a, there's a lifeguard, um, probably complete with head warmer. Um, and... Uh, and uh, and but it's really, I suppose, the story as well as being about the people who come and use the le- use the leisure centre, um, is also about how people connect. And one of the things that we've really loved doing is we're travelling around a variety of different leisure centres at the moment, um, and meeting the people that are there is realising that um, that leisure centres aren't they're, they're not the same as gyms. They're, they're more than that. They're, they become commute places of community. They become places where people come to attend a fitness class but actually end up making lifelong friends and going on holiday with people. And so actually that's really what the, the, the story's about as well, as our lifeguard meets one, one woman in particular um, who's, who's recently suffered a bereavement and, and, and is rediscovering what her life is and exercise is a part of that, but actually really community is the most important part of it. Okay, so um, are we? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Definitely, it's definitely. It's. I think it's going to be hilarious. Okay, um, it will be. It will be hilarious. The um, the uh, the fact that it's set in the nineteen eighties has given us liberty to include quite a lot of references to to films as well as songs from the era. So there'll be some uh, unlikely cameos from from some eighties films probably making an appearance as well. Um, and uh, and yeah, it, there's. There's definitely some some dramatic and dark uh, undertones throughout it, but uh, but yeah, it's a it's a ve- it's a very funny piece. I say it's going to be, um, because actually it's still being developed, and one of the joys at the moment, and one of the things that's really special to Surrey at the moment, is that we're actually um, developing the final stages of it in leisure centres in Surrey over the coming weeks and leading up to the performances this autumn. Okay, so because you were holding some taster workshops, weren't you, la- a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Uh, around the area, in all sorts of different places. Uh, so, but that work's kind of continuing then in, in terms of the development of the story and the. 
Yeah, so the, so the workshops were um, were great, actually. They were a really good chance for us to meet more people um, from around the leisure centres as well. But the, um, the point, I suppose, is actually a really exciting dimension of what we're doing, which is involving people from Surrey um, to come and actually take part in the performances. Oh, fantastic. Um, and so the workshops were, as a big part of that was, uh, was in, in allowing people to give people an opportunity to find out more about that. So um, we've actually got a role for people from... Uh, all across the county to get involved in these performances and actually although we've had the workshops there's still chance for people to get involved now as well um, uh, and that might be performing in an aerobic scene uh, or being part of uh, part of the choreography of that and um, uh, it might be using some of the gym equipment as a, as a character that's doing that but actually that character then we discover and um, is going to tell us a little bit more about um about the story as the story unfolds as well. It might be that there um, are some other, one of the cameos maybe from the 1980s films that I mentioned as well. So we've got quite um, a, quite a good variety of interesting roles for people to play as well. Um, so we've, we're still um, recruiting some people to take part in that, or there's still some opportunities for, um, for people from across the county to do that. And then, as I said, later in, um, in September, with the, the rehearsals are taking place in leisure centres in Surrey as well. So it might even be that that people spot there's some, some, some slightly unusual activity <laughs> taking place in a in a sports centre near them. I see. Wow. Okay. So uh, if people want to get involved, then how can they find out more information? Yeah. So there's more information on the Duntail Guy um, and Art Partnership Surrey website, um, uh, including my email address. Um, I hope I'm just going to go and check that it is there. Um, if not, they can um, they, they can probably get in touch with me. That's the best way to do that. Um, uh, to to find out more about how they can get involved, or um, or actually how maybe their choir get involved as well. Oh. We're we, we including a number of singers, musicians, and choirs, um, as well as um, actors and performers in the in each of the performances too. So where whereabouts are the performances is taking place? Because people might you know be thinking I'm yeah. interested, but need to know you know how near how near Definitely. are they. Yeah, definitely. So they're they're all across Surrey, um, and if it's okay for me to just list them off, they're um, they sort of spread the geography of the county quite a bit. So we're starting off in September in Caterham, and then over in Runnymede, and then into October they'll be in Woking, Barnham, Dorking, uh, Ash, and Spain. Um, and the performances are going to be usually Saturday evenings after the leisure centres have closed, mm-hmm. closed. Um, uh, except for one date, which is on a Sunday evening in Ash. Um, and the uh, rehearsals are going to be taking place sort of the weekend of each of the performances. And one of the things that we found quite important to enabling people from you know, a, a really wide range of people to get involved is that actually there's quite a lot of flexibility. So if people just wanted to get involved in one performance, then that's totally possible. And, um, and all they would need to do for that would be available the afternoon and the evening the day before the performance, so say on the Friday, and then for the majority of the day on the Saturday, probably the, the Saturday afternoon and the evening for the performance. Um, and there are seven performances in seven different uh, seven different days days of, of performances in seven different locations. Wow. So people could could come and get involved in as much or as little as they're able to. Fantastic, and um, you know, hopefully we do we do tend to have quite a lot of am drummers listening in because yeah. uh, obviously this is. Uh, you know where we advertise these sorts of things going on, but we, I, you know, also know that we have people out there who, you know, fancy getting involved but don't really know how to, and maybe this will be their way in. 
uh, to be getting involved in a performance. Uh, you yeah, know. and I and I'd hope that it would be a great opportunity for people to do something that is performance um, based. Definitely, it's also a really interesting insight to to see how a professional company work as well, because obviously their um, their core cast are, are played by professionals, mm-hmm. um, and to and to see and to find out a bit more really about how they develop the piece that they do. That's not only in an unusual setting, but um, but um, but yeah, often often uh, performed in unusual spaces and places as well. Fantastic. Well, Christine, I think it sounds fab. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope you can come along and see it. I was it, trying then. to think of a more 80s word. What's a, what's a good 80s word? I'm going to throw over to my 80s expert, Lucy. What's a good 80s word for fab? Um, oh, gosh. Um, I had one, and it's just gone out of my head. <laughs> um, I would say fandabby-dozy. Okay. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, 80s. Is Look, it? Just because okay. you're younger than me doesn't mean fandabby-dozy was okay. the crankies. Crankies, it was, yeah. yeah. There you go, you see? Okay, so it sounds fan-dabby-dozy. <laughs> sounds fan-dabby-dozy, doesn't it, Jeff? Yeah. There you go, we needed that on the flyers now. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the head warmers, leg warmers, and uh, the fact that Take On Me is stuck in our head all of the time. Well, funny enough, I'm going to play Take On Me. <laughs> Fantastic. Just to get the flavour of it. You, what oh. you need to do is get everybody tuning in from 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock tonight, and every Tuesday night I do an 80s hour. So if they want to get into the feel of it all, just it's, got to tune it's in. Made. It's, it's absolutely made to be, isn't it, really? Um, Theatre and the 80s. Fantastic. What, could you, what you. more could you ask for? <laughs> Christine, it's been a delight, and I wish you all the best with the, the project, and we will definitely be scouting it out and, and uh, coming to have a look when, uh, when it comes near our way. Fantastic. Thanks, right. Thanks, Christine. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. If you want to find out more information, you can give Christine a call on 01252-745-471 or you can email her, christine.lee at farnhammortings.com. Uh, it sounds like you can go take part, watch, or a bit of both, maybe, uh, and get into that 80s feel. Uh, what more could you ask for, really? Um, not much besides that, I don't think. So that's that. That is the that, that is the Amdram shout out for this week. If you're involved in a local theatre group and have a show, auditions, or event you'd like featured on the Amdram shout out, then get in touch with Dan. Email studio at brooklandsradio.co.uk.